Hey everybody, welcome to Damn It Colby. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done that. Episode 192 of the Bite Me Podcast. This is Colby's last episode. Joining me is Hans, who is my new co-host. It's going to be me, Hans, and Dylan from now on. Colby's Yay! on his own. <laughs> anyway, Dylan is uh, hes busy today. He's got all sorts of stuff going on. Apparently his days are either very, very nothing or, oh my god, there's so much to do. And today was one of the latter. So we are joined today by friend of the show, Hans. Hi. <laughs> and Colby. Woo! <laughs> Colby's last show. Rip. Uh, <laughs> today we are going to talk. I've, I'm so tired today, too. I should really preface this with if if people ask me questions and I go, uh, because that's manually me, like, sorting through pictures running in my brain very slowly. It could go really off the rails. Uh, we're going to talk about the games we've played. We're going to talk about news. Uh, got some... You know what I hate more than anything? When you record a podcast on Wednesday afternoon and then wake up on Thursday morning to, like, super massive news and know you're not going to do another podcast for another six or seven days. And that's what happened last week. So uh, the big announcement from last week is that you are going to be able to stream all of your Game Pass games on xCloud starting in September. We'll talk about that. Uh, Game Pass may not be coming to the PlayStation or Switch. Uh, see, it's already going downhill. PlayStation or Switch. Um, it's been kind of a rumor for a while, and... Uh, Phil Spencer kind of said, mm, maybe not, but we'll see. Uh, you know, we talked about last week about how many PS5s they're making, 10 million of them. Um, but, you know, it still might actually be hard to uh, get one. We've got some information on that. Xbox, you can no longer buy an Xbox Live Gold plan. I've, I think there's some very, very good conspiracy theories we can promote with this. So we'll, we'll do some conspiracy theories later. And if you are buying the physical version of MS Flight Simulator, which... I don't know if you should buy the physical copy, but if you are, um, it comes on a lot of DVDs, like a lot of DVDs. We'll talk about that. We got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, Call Me Handsome, which I think is just Eddie. I think. Maybe not. Uh, Kim Cruz, Co Cody Greenwood, Benjamin C., and... Um, Actually, Hans. So I guess we'll get to find out. He gets to find out what our favorite, favorite tropical fruit is, and he gets to find out what our favorite tropical fruit is. It's weird. Some cheap free games, and that'll roll this podcast forward. Hans, what games have you been playing? Because Colby gets pissed when I ask him first. Oh. Um, so, as always, uh, I've been streaming a lot of Tarkov lately uh, with uh, my buddies Fancy Lad and Mad Dog. Um, that's been, I think we have 300 hours of this wipe or so, which has only been about six weeks. Holy game crap. Wipes. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, that happens sometimes. Uh, neat thing about Tarkov next week or a week or two from now, the next patch is going to actually, so, you know, I've told you about how the scavs, the AIs are in the game. So you're yeah, fighting yeah. against players and AIs. Um, they're making the AIs look more like the player AIs. So it'll be harder to tell a computer controlled AI, uh, from the player controlled scavs. Is that good? Well, Probably no, good. no. Cause it's, it, it's. They're going to pick up items and better guns and loot things themselves and form packs. And so it, it may actually be difficult. Yikes. Yeah. And actually, they're talking about actually like doing some of the things that player scabs do to other player scabs to, you know, wiggle to. Uh, Interesting. You know, yeah, it's uh, it's in an effort to make the game even more tense and terrifying. Yeah, if you have not seen uh, Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov, correct? That's the full yes. name? Yes. Correct. Um, you should go, Hans. What nights? What nights do you stream? 
Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. So twitch.tv slash mansocks. It is a fun, fun, fun game to watch. Um, it's very, like, sometimes, it, you know, but it's one of those kind of, like, I mean, it is kind of a Battle Royale-ish kind of game, even though it's not Battle Royale. Like, sometimes you get in and you just die very, very, very fast. And sometimes they go on for a long time and are very tense and... And then we die at the end after. And then you die minutes. at the end too. But so you get out sometimes. I don't know. Wait, we, so I, I watched Han stream the other day, and in like a span of ten minutes, he had like a cool shot that should have killed a dude, but instead he shot a guardrail in front of him and like almost died. And he ended up trapped in like the pilot house of a boat. With, like, a dude walking around that you could hear his footsteps, but you couldn't tell where he was. And his buddies are, like, calling out, trying to tell him where he, where they are. And it was good. It was very good. Like, I mean, I was... I, I watched streaming very passively. And that Tarkov run was, like, I was on the edge of my seat. It was really cool. So go go watch... Yay, go watch Hans... A, yeah, do some... I need stuff. you to say that uh, at the, as the trailer for my stream. That's amazing. Um, well, the good it, news is we're recording this, Hans. So. Oh, good. I'll just, I, I will cut that out. Uh, it was uh, so. Yeah, actually, it's really interesting. The the game and bullet physics and gun physics in that game are so crazy that we actually went back and watched the replay. And I hit that because my barrel, where the bullet comes out, is slightly lower than where the you know target reticle is. Yeah, it was the so. target. In real time, I'm like, no, you killed that dude. You straight up killed that dude. Like, the crosshair was on his face. And it just happened that the guardrail was just, like, you could see the bullet hole in it when we watched yeah. the Twitch replay. So, it's good. It made me sad. So, otherwise, yeah, I'm uh, doing Overwatch with uh, Mansox Jr. too. He, uh, they've, uh, Overwatch has gotten interesting, right? So, they did the roll, roll queue for a while there. Yeah. Where you'd have to, you choose either DPS, um whatever tank or healer and it was two 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 everyone decried that so now they have both so you can go in uh, just six play whatever or so they call it open queue or roll queue so is the idea with roll queue to just to create better balanced teams that's what that was the idea that kaplan had right do you think so it helped they, uh, yes and no except some of the heroes are able to damage just as well as heal in some instances or ta uh, do as much damage instead of actually tank so there was still a lot of overlap there so and what would be worse is if you had a healer that was you know playing moira for instance and going straight dps instead of actually doing the healing no one could switch to be a healer to oh, to sure. fix that yep. so and you know in the in the wide world of yeah i'm playing with two or three of my buddies but the other three people on the team are random or even just maybe by myself it didn't work out very well. That makes sense. So, that makes I mean, sense. I think that's plagued Overwatch since the beginning, right? It, it is very hard to rank in in queues by yourself. Yep. I think that, I guess for a better word, like live service games are always going to have... Like, you think that in a perfect world and with smart developers and smart AI and machine learning and all the different solutions you can push at a problem like that, that you would be able to say, hey, we're going to make this change that's going to make everything better. But I think that it's so hard to model people and how people think and how people are going to respond to something and how, you know, just all those variables that I think those kind of games are always going to going to need to tweak things and nerf things and buff things and try and make it better. And, and probably half the time you're going to make it worse 
and the other half of the time you're probably responding to something negative that you're trying to fix. So it's just for sure. It's just how it goes. So and there's a very uh, there's a very active I'll say active fan base for Overwatch still. So you know everything Blizzard does is put under a microscope. You know with all of their games, quite honestly. Are they doing uh, an Overwatch two? Has there been any? They are in the middle of it, so that's actually kind of rough, right? So they're announcing all these new characters that are aren't going to come until Overwatch two, or there'll be overlap. I really don't understand, and I wish they'd actually put this out. Because they've said Overwatch will continue with the characters in it and will still be, you know, hopefully a lot of people playing. But And Overwatch 2 is going to... I think they're kind of doing uh, what what was the game where you got in a big mech uh, and ran around. Any, oh. it, where the second one actually had a single player in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah here we go. So that's that game one. made by Remedy. Um, yes, exactly. That Remedy did it. Shoot, that game was so good. Titanfall 2. Yeah. Titanfall 2, yeah. So this, I think Overwatch, That's they're going to actually make it the single-player experience uh, where you unlock things that possibly even switch over into Overwatch. Interesting. Uh, why call it Overwatch 2? I don't know, yeah. but, you know, whatever. I I would love... I'm not a big Overwatch fan, um, and not because it's not a great game. It's just because I'm terrible at it. I don't have any interest in becoming better at it. Same. Um, or just the time, I guess. But I love their PvE events. I I would play an entire game that was just based around their PvE events. I thought those were so fun. So they are Lucio Ball is fun. The uh, um, no Lucio Ball garbage. I, I meant uh, oh excuse me, <laughs> Lucio Ball's the worst Rocket League ripoff in the entire world. Um, so boring. Um, no, like the the ones where you like actually play the game, but against computer controlled sure, AI. Yeah. So that was fun. So yeah. But anyway, so you've been playing. Oh, you've been playing Black Tiger. Well, yeah. So I, um, you know, Ready Player One fame, I believe. Isn't yes, it? like that exactly. game. The only yeah. reason people even talk about it anymore is because of a kind of okay book and a kind of okay movie. Isn't that how it works? It well, well, it wasn't actually in the movie at all. They totally cut it. it is yeah, part of right, the book, right. and that is that is one of the reasons people talk about it. But I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I like Black Tiger before it was cool. It of was one of the early did. Capcom games. Yeah. Um, actually played in the arcade so it was really cool and then you know my son and i really enjoy ready player one as we should because nostalgia is a terrible thing yep my entire life is fueled by that um so <laughs> as you you know if you've ever seen any pictures of my house it is 100 percent that um however uh we've decided that we're going to pull out of the book the most iconic games that were um featured which is great because i already have a bunch of them um, but Black Tiger was the next in that series. So I finally actually finished it up and uh, plug for ROMs and MAME. I was able to actually bring the motherboard back from the dead with uh, ROMs, you know, that I downloaded off the Internet. That's which awesome. I'm legally allowed to have since I own the motherboard. But that's what you yeah. So you didn't have a Black Tiger before this? Mm-mm. I really thought you did. Interesting. No, this is this is it. So it uh, it is in the garage and will be coming down in the basement uh, very soon. How... This is a maybe a weird question, but how heavy is an arcade machine? Like, is that a is that a lot of work? <laughs> well, so it, it's interesting, right? And I could go on for hours, but they range anywhere from a DDR machine that weighs two thousand pounds, you know, yeah. and is on casters, to um, the Nintendo cabinets where they really were friendly and made them out of like uh, quarter inch particle board. Oh, uh, sure. Um, and those are super light. I can pull one of those down the stairs by myself. Um, and that's really great. Now, Atari, on the other hand, made all of their stuff out of three-quarter-inch MDF. Wow. 
and their cabinets are generally bigger and usually weigh between three and 500 pounds. Um, so that's a two or three person job. Um, I think the heaviest cabinet I have down here is the uh, super off-road, though, the three players, three steering wheels, super off-road. That's probably, and that probably I think is six or seven hundred pounds. Wow. How, I paid movers for that one. I was going to say, geez, that's crazy. How do you have like a super wide stairway going down no, here? No, that's part of the problem. <laughs> Standard three foot doors. I mean, there have been, there are games down here that I've pulled completely apart, like actually broken them into pieces. And because my dad was an amazing woodworker, I picked up a few skills that I could, you know, make them look fairly decent when putting yeah, them back yeah. together. Hmm. Huh. Crazy. I mean, we have a 10-foot uh, skee-ball machine in here. You know, it's, physics is hard. My kid is so jealous of that. Like, all the time he's like, we need to go to Hans's house because I just want to play skee-ball. I'm like, someday, someday. All right, Cole, what have you been playing? Woo! Uh, video games. I love video games. Oh, I know. I beat Call of Cthulhu. Um, Did you ever figure out the cat's name? Uh, no, no. Interesting. Did you, did you know... Um, that he had a cat named that? I did. I did, yeah. 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 Um, wasn't just in the book. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. Um, I kind of understand what Dylan meant with the endings, because there's four different endings. There's like two... There's like one good one, good-ish one, one okay-ish one, and then I guess like two bad ones. And I got the like okay-ish one um is it a game that like the endings like you feel you know going into it which ending you're gonna get no yeah um it's all based on kind of like decisions you've made throughout the game and since the decisions don't make a lot of sense um it's kind of hard to gauge that um like i'm not a hundred percent sure how you get the good ending um so but luckily, we live in a world where there's YouTube, so I could just watch the good ending and the two bad endings and go, okay. I remember doing that on uh, Layers of Fear, mm -hmm. where it gets to the ending, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's a good ending. And I looked it up, and they're like, oh, no, there's actually three. And I'm like, huh? And <laughs> like, I got the middle ending, and the I think it even actually tells you what it's done. They're like, you got the okay ending. Good job. <laughs> and I'm like, what did I have to do to get the, the good ending? And, and the list of things you have to do were not based around decision. It was like, turn around at the right time. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, huh. <laughs> I'm not going to play that six hours again. So I think if you enjoyed Layers of Fear, you would probably enjoy this game. There were quite a few things a in it that reminded me of Layers of Fear. The only time... I didn't enjoy it was there's two well uh, there's there's one like sneak part that wasn't great um and then there was one like sneak slash action part that wasn't great um but other than that the game's pretty solid nice. um, about 15 hours yeah, somewhere 10 to 15 probably it's not bad that's a good good game length I should yeah. I, I'm gonna add that to the list yeah, and you own it because it's a games with gold game. Oh, nice. Um, and then I started Rad because it was on sale for $7. And uh, I've kind of wanted to play it, but I didn't want to spend 20 bucks on it because yeah. I've heard it wasn't great. And so I bought it then, and it is good. I like it quite a bit. Um, tell me, like, I, I know, but tell everyone else, I guess, like, the... The idea behind Rad. It's a double fine game. It is a post-apocalyptic... Um, 
don't know. I, technically a roguelike. Um, roguelikes don't have to have the, what's that called, where everything's different every time. Oh, um, like random generation. Procedural. Yeah. Procedural, yeah. It's not, as far as I can tell. Um, I It seems like certain things may de- be different, but overall, it, I think the levels are the same. Sure. But uh, you have, you get mutations throughout the game. Um, so, you know, you start out fine, and then you'll get a mutation where your head pops off because you can throw it and it explodes. Um, <laughs> or, you know, like, hey, you can shoot firearm. It's called a firearm because you shoot it out of your arm. <laughs> um, just things like that. Uh, and there's, like, good mutations, and then there's later on in the game, if you're not paying attention, there's bad mutations. Um, but the things that give you bad mutations can also give you good mutations. So you have to go, like, do I roll the dice? And possibly get you know some sort of good thing or do i not and you know get a bad thing what's a what's Um, a bad mutation you know i i haven't really because i've only made it far enough twice that you can get bad mutations um and i got one and i don't remember what it did i was mostly just disappointed because those will go over your good mutations and so like i had like a really awesome one and i just i'm like what does this do and i got it and went oh um it does that i guess just turned you into a koala bear yeah i can't like i literally yeah i literally can't remember what the one i got did um but it's it's a good game it's one of those games that there's probably no way in hell that i will beat but uh you know, it's it's supposed to be like seven or eight hours. I've at least put that into it, so sure. I feel good about that. Um, and the soundtrack's pretty awesome. If you like that, like kind of stereotypical '80s like synth, you know, kind of thing. Hans Perkins. Yes, I I, <laughs> I, I I was actually reading about the game. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, a lot of it is like very you know like nostalgic based. You know, you're running around. There's like Pac-Man arcades, so you can hear the waka 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 nice. you know, thing. Um, it's fun. Um, and for seven dollars, it was definitely worth it. Um, and then, much to Cliff's anger, I started Wolfenstein Youngblood. I know. Apparently, we're supposed to play it together. I literally bought that game and gave Colby the extra copy. I mean, I'm going to point out that I gave you money for that game. No, you didn't. You were going to, and then I did something else with it. I never took the money. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, you gave me money, and I never accepted it. (laughs) Oh, that's right. And then I... You never accepted it, but then I gave you something, or yeah. I, there was some. I don't know. There was some sort uh, of like I gave you a pen, and we turned that pen into a car somehow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, I will say he is not missing a lot. <laughs> I'm like, it's a, it's about a, it's again, it's like a ten to fifteen hour game. It's like all the other Wolfenstein's, and it plays exactly like every other Wolfenstein, which I'm like. Yay, I like that. Um, and the reason I started playing it is because we played um, Far Cry Far 4 Cry. for just a little bit because I wanted to help you with that mission. And I'm like, I haven't played like a first-person shooter in a long time. I'm like, what should I play? And I've had Wolfenstein on my you know hard drive for since it was released. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I should play that. Um, and... Like I said, it plays exactly like all the other Wolfensteins, which is awesome. But the... 
like the way that the uh, missions are done is completely different. It's very non-linear. Interesting. Um, like you have, I'm going to say, I don't know, 15 different places you can go to in the metro. And depending on where you go, you can do different missions. Interesting. And it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel great. Huh. Uh, and is vaguely confusing as to where you need to go and whether or not you can actually like you're a high enough level to do those missions hmm. because it's like slightly like almost level based I want to say um, and then there's kind of a weird thing with guys are uh, will get damaged differently by different guns and oh. you're supposed to be able to figure out how that works and I don't know it doesn't seem to work. I it just I don't know. There's just something about it that I I don't know. I, I originally was like, oh, Far Cry 4 is fun, and I haven't played you know a first-person shooter in a long time. I should play Wolfenstein, and now I'm kind of going like, wish I'd played Far Cry 4 instead. You can like, just come play. We'll just go do more. Uh, those. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. As Fortresses. I tell my kid, like, no, turn around, look at your iPad. No, yeah. don't look at the TV. Look at your iPad. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm actually kind of considering starting Far Cry 3 because we got that. I just um, bought it. It was $3. Yeah. And, but yeah, like, for, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you exactly what it is about Wolfenstein, but it does not feel... I think if it did have that kind of linear story that, like, all the other Wolfensteins had, it would feel fine. The, but the it's worst part something about, it is about is this mission that... You know you're not going to get to kill Hitler because your dad killed Hitler already. Already dead. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just like I said, I might finish it, but so far it, I don't know. It's been kind of one of those like, eh, I guess I could play it. Well, I guess kind of games. The good news is I don't have to wait for you anymore, so I guess I'll just play it um, and I'll I'll form my own opinion about it. Well, like the kind of weird thing is, is that because like, it just has the computer control the other person. Yeah. It totally, and I don't know, maybe it would be different if there were two people playing it. There doesn't need to be two people playing it. Yeah, I've heard that the AI for the second person is not great either. Like they're, It's they're not, not yeah. and if I if there were two people playing, like, it, I don't know, it, it, it just seems like it would feel weird, and it probably should have just been a single-player game. Yeah, sometimes companies try things, and sometimes they yeah. don't work. Yeah. It That's what I played. Cool. Um, well, I guess I'm still playing Far Cry 4. Um, I don't know for how much longer. Um, did you ever beat that mission? I did not. So I've hit a like a stealth mission that I just can't beat. I've probably played it for two, two and a half hours. And each run lasts, I don't know, somewhere between a minute and five or ten minutes. So I've tried it a lot and just can't, just can't beat it. Just can't beat it. So it might be... This might be the end of my Far Cry 4. Do you just want to give me your login and I'll go beat it for you? Maybe, because I just can't... Like, I, there's no there's no shame in that. Like, <laughs> you're a better gamer than I am. It's fine. A little uh, bit of shame. Nah, nah, it's fine. <laughs> if it's shit, man, at this point, if I could put on God Mode, I would just put on... I mean, although God Mode wouldn't do me any good. It's not that... It's not that I can't not die. It's that I just can't do it without being seen. Um, and as soon as they see you, they shoot up a flare and the mission ends. So mm. it's uh, it's kind of a bummer because I'm I'm really enjoying Far Cry 4, but I just 
just give me your login. I'll beat it for yeah, you. I just can't do it. It's a, it's kind of sucks. So. Would so I know this is a stupid question. Would I have to down? I mean, if I switched over to your account, no. Um, would I have to download it? Or I'm not actually because it's on my. Is there any way to actually log into your account? I mean, you Steam account and pull down the cloud save. It's not Steam. It's Xbox. Um, uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, I would probably. I mean, yeah, I would think that would work because I think, I don't know, because it wouldn't be my home Xbox, so maybe not. I might have to you make d- you yeah, my no, kid. I might have to, like, <laughs> make you, like, my child account. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out. I would really like to beat it, and I'm, like, I'm halfway done. Like, I'm mm-hmm. literally almost exactly the halfway point. They said that if you beat this mission, like, there's another mission, and then you can open up the top half of the map. Okay. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of, like, I want to keep going, and I think it's, I, like, when, when th- there have been a lot of talks recently and, and probably over the last year about, like, accessibility in games and, and what that means, and it gets re- people really angry on both sides. But, like, to me, this is an accessibility issue. I am not physically good enough at this video game to progress, but I would like to. Have you tried rolling your gaming chair into the living room? I sh- hmm. Because I think it gives you, like, a plus three good. To sneak? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, that's the reality is I want to be able to do this. And, and I guess the thing is, is to me, a video game... Would be it would be great if this video game either had an option just they're like hey buddy like like it could be like Netflix they're like hey Cliff are you still trying this mission I'm like yes they're like would you like to stop and I'm like yes <laughs> like I would just skip it if if they gave me the option and just said hey we've noticed you've died 138 times in a row would you like to just just hey you win and I I would say yes I would absolutely say yes at this point yeah the um, new Mario game does that yeah right Luigi comes and helps you. What I recently played a game that did that where after you died like two or three times like I knew oh it was um you played it too uh yeah. Ruiner no mm. what was the the kind of like uh cyberpunk game yeah I, it might have been that one I think was it was Ruiner, Ruiner? yeah and I just yeah. like, I would like that, that like option. you died like two or three times and I'm like I am getting a lot more health pickups this time kind of yeah. thing. Well, and, like I'll be, so actually, I'm going to talk about um, Neon Abyss next, which is a, a new game that hit Game Pass, and it is a like actually like if you want a game that it is like it is Dead Cells, um, mm. except that you have a gun, um, and it's a little more pixely, cartoony, and it is a it is a game that I was playing, and I'm like this is cool, but man, I'm dying a lot. Like I can't. You have to beat. I think five bosses to get to the like second set of levels Mm -hmm. and i'm like i can make it past one or two and then i'll die one or two and i'll die and so finally i like every time you die you go back to the like this kind of club and instead of walking to the right where you uh go back down into the the kind of the dungeon i walked over to the the left and they're like hey would you like to change your like game mode i'm like yes easy (laughs) um and i don't I could not identifiably tell you what made that game easier. I don't know if it was that there was more health pickups. I don't know if it was like I I really can't tell what they did to make that game easier. But all of a sudden I was getting through five levels, six levels, seven levels. Yeah. And it was great. Um 
Rad actually does does something similar in the options menu. It's it it's not even an easy mode. It's like, hey, do you want to start out with um like a ranged like weapon kind of yeah. thing? Uh, do you want to make it so? Excuse me. When you fall off of like the cliffs, because it's all on like kind of big platformy cliffs kind of thing. When you fall off those, you don't lose health. Yeah. Um. There's like five or six options that you can click on and off. Um. And they're super helpful. Yeah. And I think Celeste did a really good job of bringing mm-hmm. that stuff forward. I hope more games take advantage of that. Um. I've even seen some AAA stuff that's doing it now. I think the new. Assassin's Creed game, maybe even the last two Assassin's Creed games have really done a good job about having that accessibility. I mean, the reality is, is like not everybody, like I don't want to spend two and a half hours um, playing this level. I mean, the reality is, is in a good week these days, I get five or six hours of gaming time a week. And to spend half of that playing the same mission over and over and over again, that's just not fun. That means I I probably am not going to play that game. Um, any longer, and so it would just be just be nice to have the option. Um, anyway, Neon Abyss, like if you like Dead Cells, if you like roguelikes, it's fun. It's really fun. I had a, a great time playing it, so check that out. Um, I've also been playing Sea of Thieves. Um, I guess Yar. if you want to watch my Twitch channel, you can go to twitch.tv slash bike me podcast. Um, I've been live streaming it with my kid. My kid got really into it, and so we've been playing it a lot lately. And Sea of Thieves is a good time, man. Like, I, I mean, I think, like, we've done podcasts about it for me and Vinny did a whole DLC about uh, Sea of Thieves, but I've I've probably had more fun getting back into it this time than I ever had before, and I don't know it's necessarily that Sea of Thieves has changed as much as maybe, like, I'm just in a place where, I don't know, I find my gaming during the pandemic has been a lot more chill. Like, I've been a lot more willing to just, like, hey, yeah, let's just go do something fun. Like, it doesn't need to have as much of an end goal as sometimes I think I do when I game. Um... And this has been a great, great thing to just like kind of kick, you know, kick back for the day. I'm, you know, and then we live stream or just play even from, you know, four to five thirty, get like a half hour of Sea of Thieves in or an hour and a half of Sea of Thieves in. And, you know, we get some money, we get some chests, we fight some bad guys. It's great. Um, about the only thing I will say about Sea of Thieves in a really negative way is I am like I I know that Sea of Thieves is a game about pirates. I, I understand that fact. Oh, it is. Yeah. But the fact that you can spend an hour, like, getting treasure, getting stuff, getting whatever, and then in 30 seconds, a bunch of guys can come and kill you, steal all your stuff, and by the time you respawn, be gone and sink your ship is a super bummer. And it's happened to us, like, three out of the last five times we've played, and... It sucks. It really sucks. Um, it, it takes... And I think the thing is, is, is Sea of Thieves, like, ship battles are tons of fun. When a when another ship sees you and they chase you down and you have a cannon battle and then your ship's rammed together and, you know, you board each other's ships and... that Like, that's fun pirate adventures. Like, I don't mind a ton losing that way. But when you're on an island, they sneak up on you and murder you like as you're getting back on board your ship and you don't like we had one where we would played for an hour we were doing one of the tall tales which is a like they're pretty lengthy multi-part quests we'd been playing for an hour to get this chest we hopped back on our ship and they were like right around the corner they we didn't i didn't even see them before they killed me um i was just dead yeah 
I was just dead and it was over and like that's a real bummer and it, it to me like I would I would really prefer I would prefer see if these be entirely PVE and have private servers like I would I would immediately sign up for hey we added you know for I think the the idea with Sea of Thieves is that at any one time there's supposed to be like between six and eight people on any map but because of the size of the maps you don't see other people terribly often um, I would immediately say yes to hey we replaced those six to eight people with pirate skeleton ships and they're always aggro and there are no people on your server because you can avoid them if you want to, but other people will just chase you down and it sucks. And it makes me paranoid. And I just want to, I just want to dig up treasure and kill skeleton bad guys. I don't need, I don't need anything else. So anyway, that, that seems like like private servers would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And they exist. I mean, that's why I like rust so much. Cause you can have a private server modded to do anything you want. Yeah. You can, you don't have to deal with other people if you don't want. And I just, you know, I think the thing is, is more and more these days, I just don't. I mean, I'll be honest, like when my, my dad's a big Fallout 76 player, when he told me he was paying a hundred bucks a year to play Fallout on a private server, I was like, that's insane. Wait a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, maybe, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Like Joe, uh, one of our listeners the other day, I think asked if I'd be willing to if I would be willing to pay a hundred dollars a year for private servers on uh sea of thieves and you know, eight, five, eight bucks a month. Yeah. I, I might actually be willing to pay that at this point. It, uh, it just, it just isn't fun. Um, and when you're playing casually with your kid, like if I was playing, if sea of thieves was the only game I played and I was putting a ton of time into it and I was, you know, going up the pirate ranks and blah, 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 and, and really wanted to play it as a, like, you know, sometimes we just go out and we bloodthirstily kill people, you know, whatever, like that would be a different game. But when I'm just like super casually playing it with a 12 year old, I don't, I don't need to get murdered by their pirates. So whatever. Anyway, that's what we're playing. Uh, let's talk about Patreon for a second. Uh, we will thank all our patrons. Like, Hans, thank you for giving us money every month and then being on our podcast. We appreciate that. If you would like Yay. to be like Hans, be a, a person that gives us money to defer some of the, the costs of podcasting, which are not significant, but it's not free either. It costs a little bit of something, something. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast and sponsors at the one, three, seven, or $10 level. If you were a $10 patron, uh, you get your name right on the podcast. Hans is not a $10 patron, but he's on the podcast. So we, we like give him a little boost and say his name. So it's weird. I, so either you have to be a $10 patron or you have to be a co-host. That's how it works. It's strange. I don't exactly get it. But anyway, we would like to shout out Brian Henniger, John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and Alan Schulte. We, uh, we really appreciate you guys uh, helping make this podcast a reality every month. And uh, again, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and you too can support us. Thank you very much. And now we are on to uh, Colby, I guess. Colby's eating. We're, we're on Colby? No, no. What's the next section? Dylan's not here. So I guess maybe Hans does it. News. That was good. I like that. Uh, the kind of stereo effect is good. Uh, okay. So like we News! said. News. Ooh, oh my god i'm so scared now um like we said in the intro uh xbox just like so phil spencer 
wrote a monstrous blog post that just kind of stealth posted one Thursday afternoon and detailed a ton of stuff. But the big part of it, like buried at the very end was, oh, and hey, guys, anyone who's an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber will get Project X Cloud for free and you'll be able to stream your entire Game Pass library on it. And it was like, no, I mean, they're doing a huge Xbox reveal tomorrow. Um, and instead, a week before it, they're like, oh, yeah, hey, I guess if you want to take this massive library of games and stream it um, for free, as long as you're a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, yeah, I guess you can do that. And like, that's a really, really, really great deal. Um, like, you compare that to Stadia, you compare that to, uh, oh, the NVIDIA one that I'm a subscriber to and can't remember the name of offhand. GeForce Ultra. GeForce Now. Um, it's free. I already pay for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Colby already pays for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So two months from now, we're going to be able to stream. It's. It, I think it's interesting. So so Xbox, like when they talk about Game Pass, they're like over 100 games that you can stream. Right now, Xbox Game Pass has 371 games in its library. So yes, over 100 is a bit of a... <laughs> you know whatever but uh, as of september ish it's not like september one i doubt um you'll be able to stream all 371 of those games to your phone to your tablet um about the only thing that they don't mention is whether you will be able to do that on an iphone which makes me sad because i only own an iphone um xcloud did they mention anything about the pc those of us that are PC, Microsoft, Ultimate, Game Pass, something subscribers. Are you? I am a Game Pass, Windows subscriber thing. Yeah. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I am not sure. Um, yeah, I, I will have to look. Because I would hope so. Because, yeah, it'd be. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, man, at that point, like, you barely need an Xbox anymore. So, I don't know. Um, Just get the controller and play it all. Yeah, right? exactly. I've got nine of them, so... <laughs> yeah, no. So the xCloud beta is currently on iOS, but they did not specifically say whether or not this deal would be on iOS or not. Apple is, uh, I think the word is notoriously difficult to work with in these types of situations. So I really hope so because I have an iPad and an iPhone. I think this would be, this would probably be the best way to play well, a couple of things, actually. I think like this would be a great, hey, I'm in bed and want to play a game. Um, for you people that play Microsoft Rewards stuff, um, this is a great way to like pop in, get a, your play a Game Pass game reward real fast every morning. Um, and actually, I'm going to talk about uh, something else that would be that would have been really good for this uh, a little bit later as well. So I don't know. What do you what do you think, Cole? Is that something you're going to try out when it comes, assuming it works on an iPhone? Do I have to buy one of those stupid little attachment thingies to attach to my controller? Well, I mean, I don't think you have to. I think it would probably make the experience better. No. <laughs> probably not. Maybe. You don't want to... Uh, well, you've got an Xbox in your bedroom, so you just... When you want to play Xbox in your bedroom, you just play Xbox in your bedroom. I mean, I, I could. I have an extra one. I could just take it upstairs. I um, have two extra ones. Xboxes? Uh-huh. How many do you have? Um, I mean, technically, I had four until I gave one away. 
why do you have so many Xboxes? I mean, I say that as someone who has four currently. Because I bought an original one. And then it, and uh, then I updated to the Scorpio. Then I bought an Xbox One S. And then you got an X. Bedroom. And then I found um, one. You found one? <laughs> Colby's job comes with few perks, but... Uh, occasionally I find swords. Occasionally you find stuff. So, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. So... Hans, like this is kind of a stretch for you, I guess. But like, if you would you be interested in a Xbox? Let's let's say you can't play it on the PC. Do you think there's enough value in Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to play on your phone or a tablet? Mm, probably no. Probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. No. I mean, with the, I, I'm mostly PC gaming now, and you know, I, I've I've said for a couple of years now that Microsoft is kind of pricing there. You know, I've owned every Xbox up until now, and I just don't see myself buying a new one because there's no reason to. They, you know, everything that comes out there comes out on Windows. So, and I maintain that they don't care. <laughs> and that, yeah, you know, we've had that discussion, and that's fine. So, that that just makes it nice for me, right? So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I've actually been playing Sea of Thieves on my PC, um, just because I I play in the same. I don't have two Xboxes in this room. I mean, I could, but I don't. Um, actually, that's not true. I think there's actually one under the shelf behind me, to be honest. <laughs> um, but uh, that game looks great on a PC. Like, not to, it looks great on an Xbox too, but it looks real good on a PC. Um, although it has some really weird drawing issues on the PC. Like, I had an entire island, um, like, not form in, which was kind of weird. So, but whatever. Yeah, you know, I wish they would fix the name of it. Right now, I'm paying for Xbox Game Pass for PC. Beta, yep. Yeah, and I wish they they need to just work on some branding there because it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Nope. Especially me. Because I, I got this to play Sea of Thieves in Forza, and I was like, what am I buying? Where? It took me a while, like, Googling to figure out exactly what I need Wait, to do. Wait, so you, are you telling purchase. me you play Sea of Thieves? Or you have access to Sea of Thieves? I have. Yeah, I've played it before. I You're played it have with to... uh, Vinny and Dylan, and I died. Yeah, everyone does. You're going to have to come play with Carter and I. It'll be good. Um, yeah. Cool. All you guys right. just got to play a little later. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. Uh, like, I mean, if you start at 7 your time, that's 4 my time. That's what time I start playing. It's perfect. <coughs> Everybody yeah. wins. All right, next up, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, or I'm sorry, just Game Pass in general, actually, has been highly rumored for a number of years to be something that would they would like to see come to other platforms. Uh, ben Decker, who is the head of gaming services at Xbox, said a couple years ago that we would like to see Game Pass on all platforms ultimately, and I think that is a long-term goal. Um, interesting enough, this week, Phil Spencer was quoted as saying, quote, the thing about gaming console platforms is we're not able to bring a full Xbox experience on those platforms. In places where we have brought the full Xbox experience, like what we're doing now on mobile phones with xCloud coming to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and what we've done with PC, we know when somebody is playing one of our Xbox games, there's an expectation they've got their Xbox Live community, they have their achievements, Game Pass is an option, the first party library is completely there. The other competitive platforms really aren't interested in having a full Xbox experience on their hardware, but for us, we want to be where gamers want to be, and that's the path that we're on. So... I think that there's actually a couple of interesting takeaways from that. And, like, the first thing I will say is that I, like I said, I'd never played Sea of Thieves before on a PC. But it's really interesting how similar it is to playing on a on a console. Like, you do get all your achievements. Like, for me to play with my kid is literally just a matter of inviting him. And it doesn't matter that he's on an Xbox. It just works. Um, so I think it's interesting that, like... I think that's a very good point. 
Um, when Sony said they didn't want to have crossplay because they like were scared about giving the the PlayStation experience um, where they couldn't protect the kids, I thought that was kind of a strange cop out. Um, but this kind of makes sense to a slightly more degree where people playing Xbox games expect things of Xbox. Like you don't want to be getting trophies when you're playing an Xbox game on your PlayStation, I guess. So, um, but I think actually the most interesting thing about that is the, the sentence that says other competitive platforms really aren't interested in having a full Xbox experience on their hardware, which implies that they've asked. Um, and that PlayStation and Nintendo said no. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, so I just had an epiphany. Please. I want to step back for a second. So as a PC gamer... If I step back, I, realize... I won't be able to reach my microphone. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, virtually okay, step perfect. Back. In your mind. As a PC gamer. Uh, yes. As a PC gamer, it occurs to me that I have a pretty wicked setup, right? I've spent a good deal of money on my PC. If somebody have, buys a Dell Optiplex whatever for their home... They're, and they start by they buy this Xbox Game Pass for their child, who might have an Xbox or have friends with an Xbox. And he goes to his friend's house, plays the th- Sea of Thieves on his Xbox, and it runs beautifully like butter. He comes home, puts it on his parents' Dell, and it plays like trash because there's no discrete GPU. Yep. This is where Microsoft is banking on XCloud, yep. right? I tell you, okay, good. Other people have thought of that too. So I, I was just I, like, wait a minute, that makes it's super smart. Can um, we go back to the yeah. Dell Octopus? Octoplex. <laughs> <laughs> so my so this is a Stadia story, but uh, like only because that's where it exists now. Is that my kid wanted to play Destiny Two with his friend because they hadn't played it before, and his friend only had a. Mm-hmm school PC like it was just one of the piece of crap commodity laptops I mean those things are like probably a step up from a Chromebook but it runs Windows and it has a Chrome browser on it and it requires no install when you play because it just plays via Chrome Um, and think about how many of those there are think about how many millions of low power notebooks laptops low power piece of crap desktops the your dad's computer from work your you know the one that you get at your college the you know that they think are just going to be that laptop that you just use for you know checking email and surfing the web and writing some you know research papers in word like those all of a sudden are gaming laptops and that's that's really powerful and when you're inside that xbox ecosystem you just hook up with your buddy who's on a PC or on another Xbox or, I mean, pretty soon on their phone and you're all good. And, like, the other thing that, that they... I didn't talk about in the last uh, bit, but that they made a, a real point of is that theoretically, because of cloud saving and how all that stuff works and cross-saving and whatever, you can start playing with your friend on a phone, literally go right to your PC and all your cloud saves will be in place. Start playing it on your PC, go to your Xbox and you'll immediately be able to pick up exactly where you are. Um, Sure. Now that's what I don't see in all of this that you've so wonderfully put into our document here. You're welcome. Is that xCloud is coming to PC. I assume it'll run in a browser? I assume it will as well. Or actually I would guess that it will not run in a browser. I guess it'll run in the Xbox app 
that you have on your on your PC. So yeah, okay, um, would be my guess. And I'm I'm pretty sure it is coming to PC, but I'm not sure when or or how. Well, I I know how. I guess the how is not the problem. It's the when. So, but I think that's going to be. I, I think that Xbox might be stealth making a very, very game-changing thing right here, if it all works. And, I mean, Hans can talk to you for about four hours about the hows and whys and whens of if it will work, but that's that's another podcast. So, uh, All right, so last time we talked about the PS5 and how Sony doubled their order from $5 million to $10 million, which sounds like a lot. It actually kind of is. Um but that being said, Sony is going to make getting this console probably maybe not harder than than it has in the past. But like, I, I think they're doing I think they're doing a smart thing that is probably going to make some people's lives difficult. So like, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation Five, but I could see a world where I would buy two at a time. Um, like, well, because I got a kid, and it, like, if we both wanted a PlayStation Five and we wanted to play together. Like, that's sometimes what you do. I mean, that's why I have four Xboxes and two Playstations. It's because I wanted to play video games with my kids, so... Your three other kids? Yeah, my three other kids. <laughs> the Xbox thing was just it was happenstance, really, more than anything. But, um, according to a Reddit user, his name is K. Garvey, because, of course, he's on Reddit. Um, he's been trolling around in the source code of the uh, PlayStation Direct website and found an error message that would appear if customers attempt to order more than one PS5 through their website. And the message read, you can only purchase one version of the PS5 console, disc or digital. You have already added one PS5 console to your cart so the interesting thing about that is is first of all it's limiting you to buying one which i think is actually really smart because what it will stop doing like these things are going to come out i mean who knows but presumably october november like that is prime christmas season and what they're doing is making sure that the five six seven million consoles that they will have come launch are not all going to get bought up by scalpers and sold on ebay like sure you can buy one, but you can't buy ten. Um, and I've seen that happen, where people will come in and buy as many of them they can and resell them for twice the price. I mean, we saw it happen with the Switch recently. We see we've seen it happen with all sorts of things. So I think that's smart. You can only buy one. Um, Xbox did the same thing with the Scorpio, and I think that it led to better availability of the Scorpio. Um, but the interesting part about that is, is you can't buy one of each. Those are two distinct systems. One has a disk drive, one does not. You cannot buy one of each. You can only buy one of those, which I think is a, an interesting take. Um, the other thing about pre-ordering one, and like I said, I think last episode or the episode before, if you want one of these, you are absolutely going to want to pre-order one. Don't be stupid. Don't think you're going to be able to pick one up. Don't bet your kids Christmas on being able to find a, like, you will ruin your life driving from Target to Target to Target to Target to Target trying to get a stupid PlayStation 5 for your kids Christmas. Don't do that. Pre-order one. Um, apparently, though, the other day, like, wild rumors spread through the internet that pre-orders were available. People actually literally started lining up at stores. Um, <laughs> and they're like, why? We, what? You can't do that. Anyway, worldwide head of marketing, Eric Lempel, says, um, we'll let you know when pre-orders are going to happen. It's not going to be a surprise. <laughs> it's not going to be a, oh my gosh, five minutes from now. It's literally going to be, we're going to say, it's going to happen this date. And then on that date, you'll be able to do it. I hope it's like, like I said, I'm not going to buy one, but for 
people's sanity. I hope it's not at midnight because that's how I had to buy my Switch, and that sucked. Like, I don't want it to stay up until midnight to pre-order something. That's stupid. So make it at noon. Noon's great. Noon Eastern, 9 o'clock Pacific. Everyone gets a chance to buy one. So anyway, don't go line up anywhere until, like, you get the official word because you're just going to end up in a line with a really confused Target employee at the front of it. So, and I mean, also, don't go to Target and don't get in a line. Like, regardless of anything, don't do either of those things. That's a terrible idea. All right. Next up, we're going to get conspiracy theory-ish here. Are you ready? Buckled in. Sure. All right. So Xbox stopped selling Xbox Live gold plans. It's just gone. You can you cannot buy a 12-month gold membership anymore. So um, if you will recall, I guess last week, you could buy... Well, I guess I guess to I guess if you've never played an Xbox before, I don't know. You need Xbox Gold in order to play online, um, and you also get a couple of free games every month. So that is the first thing you need to really ha- like an Xbox without Xbox Gold is really not great, unless you have no friends, in which case it's fine. Um, but they also have Game Pass, which is their subscription service that gives you a bunch of access to what what did i say 371 video games is that right sure you can also get xbox game pass ultimate which is game pass plus xbox gold in one handy subscription saves you five bucks a month so gold's normally 10 bucks a month game pass is normally 10 bucks a month if you bundle them you get it for 15 so good deal and really if you're if you do either of those spend the extra five bucks because it's absolutely worth it um Gold passes just stop being sold. You can't buy them anywhere. I mean, you can probably find them in a store. They still sell three-month passes and one-month passes, but you cannot buy a 12-month pass. So, and it's been confirmed by Microsoft, yes, we are not selling these anymore. I think this means that gold is going away. You will not be able to buy gold anymore. You will only be able to buy Game Pass. Um, and either that means that you will no longer have to, either that means that you will no longer have to pay to play online games via Microsoft, or you're just going to buy Game Pass and you get both. You'll buy like Ultimate. Yeah, like where it'll be, yeah. it'll be fifteen bucks, and you can't buy it separately. Yeah. But let me tell you, as a yeah, I, as a PC gamer, this this whole gold thing, it annoys me. Well, I mean, the reality though is is. <laughs> For the most part, it makes sense, though, because when you're playing a PC game, you're often not on dedicated servers. Um, I mean, you are sometimes. Um, historically, you have not been, though. Um, fair. No, that's fair. And and on these, you are. And they're also geographically distributed dedicated servers that you're playing on. So um, there's a cost associated with it. There just is. Um, and you get free games every month. Like, you get four Xbox games for free every month. So... It's not a terrible deal. Um, like, I don't I don't disagree, um, but there is a reason for it. And, and, I mean, the other flip side of that reason is is they sell their systems at almost a loss most of the time. So, like, to get a $500... Yeah, Microsoft is hurting. Yeah, right. <laughs> a trillion-dollar valuation. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Sony's not doing great, though, man. So, <laughs> give, them, give them their uh, 10 yeah, bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that things like Game Pass do make up for the fact that they often come very close to losing money on their hardware. So, um, but on top of that, like this is this sounds like maybe it's a and who knows who knows what the actual reason is. But if the if the in reality of it is they're just getting rid of gold and forcing you into Game Pass, like that's not 
a terrible thing, and I will tell you anecdotally why. Um, and a lot of it has to do with how damn confusing it is if you're an old person. Um, uh, my my kid's best friend just got an Xbox, right? And trying to explain to his mom that you need Xbox Gold and Game Pass to be able to play things, it's like explaining... I don't know. I, I can't think of something as complicated as trying to explain why you need these two subscriptions in order to play video games and why at the same time, like 15 bucks a month for that is a really, really good deal because you get so much stuff out of it. I think, if anything, this is a pre-holiday move to really make parents' lives easier. You buy one subscription, you probably pay for it yearly, and it costs... I don't know what does a year of Game Pass cost. I don't. I don't even know. I don't. I don't think it's fifteen times twelve. Uh, Maybe it is. It I don't know. Ten bucks. I mean, Game Pass or Ultimate. Ultimate. Is it fifteen times twelve? Fifteen times twelve. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it seems like a lot. But what you get for that is huge, and I think that's going to be the marketing: is buy this for your kids, and they will have access to three hundred seventy-one games, and you won't have to think about anything else. So, my guess is that no matter how this pans out people are going to be angry um unless it people ends are up always angry. Hey, people are so angry unless it's just gold goes free but i don't know we will see i guess finally you're a pc gamer hans yep are you gonna buy microsoft flight simulator i think it comes free with game pass you lucky duck it does <laughs> um if you are not a game pass member and you really should be like game pass is such a good deal i don't care what platform you're on it's literally the best deal in gaming um, I don't know, I guess maybe the Sony one's an equally good deal, but you get so many new games with this one. Anyway, if for some reason you live in like an internet desert, is that what they call them? Like places where there's no internet? Um, like uh, they have food deserts. We'll go with that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you need to buy the physical version of Microsoft Flight Simulator because you just don't want to download it. You can do that. Um, but unfortunately, whereas on the Xbox... Like, the Xbox discs are Blu-rays, and so they hold about mm, 45 gigs of information each, roughly. Um, maybe even a little more. Probably probably about there. Hans Hans is either looking at a fly. I thought he was confused for a minute, but I think he... I, no, I am very confused. I'm, we have Blu-ray players on PCs, too. Sure do, but so not nearly as... Like, the penetration is very not great. Well, I mean, I was going to say I haven't had a gaming <laughs> computer that has a dvd drive yeah like when was the last time you put a, a dvd drive i i don't think i have one i'm actually really surprised this isn't just coming on a usb stick in the box right, right? yeah that would make so much more sense usb sticks are so cheap and cheaper and faster yeah anyways yeah. What, for for everything what we're beating around to i guess is that was not right <laughs> i'm sorry I, like i said i'm tired um it's gonna arrive on 10 dual layer dvds it looks like you remember back in the day when we used to buy seasons of television on dvd it looks like that it's ridiculous uh 90 gigs of install that you're gonna do off of 10 dvds so i guess that's great <laughs> uh but you'll be able to get most of the uh the stuff without any sort of download whatsoever um the full game if you buy the like, I think we're getting, like, the basic version on Game Pass. There is a super special fancy version of that that is a 150 gig install. So free up some hard drive space, yo. So that's, I, so I actually, I'm really confused with the versions. I was looking at this the other day because, you know, I am a geek and I love flight simulators. Yeah, me too, man. Um, 
it, it is a persistent world for everybody. There will be real air traffic controllers and stuff, and there'll be everybody flying planes all around. Sure. How? I mean, w- if we fly past an airport, we don't have access to. Um, my. How's that going to work? I, my my. I, I do not know. I actually do not know the answer to that question, but I am absolutely willing to speculate. <laughs> <laughs> well, please do, because I couldn't figure it out. Just um, about it. I think you will still be able to land at that airport, but I think it may not be as detailed. So my understanding mm. is that there are hmm, like 1,200 airports in in this game, and you can land at any of them. So like, if you... Uh, like, for instance, I, I don't know what the airport situation in Indiana is, but like where Colby lives or even where I live, maybe I'll do where I live so I don't have to talk about where Colby lives. Um, so SeaTac, major international airport, is like 15 minutes from my house. Um, Boeing Field, which is a mostly a Boeing airport, but is also you can fly in out of it. It's got some other stuff, is like 15 minutes in a different direction. And then like I have Everett Airport up in Everett. And I think there's actually a small field in Tacoma, too. So like all three of those will be in the game or all four of those will be in the game and you'll be able to, to land at any of them. But I think what you get is the handcraftedness of it. Um, like a lot of uh, most of those 1200 airports are relatively procedurally done where they, I think they took map data and like made an airport out of it. Um, but they hand crafted a bunch of these bigger airports, like massive international airports. And so I think with the standard edition, you get 30 handcrafted airports with the deluxe edition, you get, um, five additional aircraft and five international airports. And then with the premium edition, you get, uh, an additional 10 planes and additional 10 international airports. So I think what you're getting is more planes, but also more of these like sculpted airports that actually are very, very, very true to life as opposed to just like, hey, those look pretty much like what you'd expect from an airport. So I think you'll still be able to land at it. It just won't be as as pretty. So it's like the like FIFA. It's, you know, the... Um like Ronaldo versus Devin Sandoval. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think anyone besides you and me know who Devin Sandoval is, but yeah. Well, it's I, maybe Kyle Beckerman's the better choice where he does not have dreadlocks in that Dread. game. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Anymore, he doesn't anymore, so it's but all good. in 2018 he sure did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's how it's going to work is you just won't have the airports won't be as as amazing and you'll have less planes. So, um yeah, I'm excited. My go-to is Devin Sandoval. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about MS Flight Simulator. It's been a long time since I've been able to not fly a plane very well, so it'll be good. All right. Um, do you guys want to, like, if I count down to three, do you want to say the next part? One, two, three. Good day. My name's Vinny. I may perhaps have some questions. I think it's oh, probably wow. better we let Colby handle that one. Yeah, that's probably best. I didn't know what you wanted. It's okay. It's all right. It's it's good. Uh, so Vinny's question for today is what what are <laughs> what are uh, that is actually a word I just can't read. What are your predictions for the Xbox Game Showcase on Thursday? What are safe bets and what are some Gatorade get hype moments you think are out of the realm of possibility but want to be there? I have never heard the phrase Gatorade get hype moments before, but I really like it. Um, I, it means nothing to me, but I like the I like the phrase. So, um, does anyone have any predictions for this besides me? I think they will 
showcase some video games. That is good. Possibly Xbox video games. That's a good choice. Um, so what I can tell you okay. that I do know about the showcase is, uh, first of all, Vinny and I are actually going to do a separate podcast about that. We were originally just going to push this podcast back until tomorrow. But instead, uh, Vinny... Uh, host of the uh, VIP gaming podcast and myself, host of this podcast, are going to combine our forces to uh, make one podcast that we will then put on both of our podcast feeds. It's uh, There's probably a word for this, but I don't know what it is. Uh, and we're going to do that tomorrow after the show. So you'll hear this podcast and then probably somewhere between like two and 12 hours later, you'll get another podcast. And uh, we're going to talk about all the games that came out on this. So what I do know about this is there are no hardware announcements. You're not going to get a release date for the Xbox Series X. You are not going to get a price for the Xbox Series X. It is entirely games. So it's an hour of games. So what are my safe bets? Uh, I think we will see a bunch of indie stuff because I think there's a lot of... I think AAA right now is a little bit of a mess. Um, Probably some uh, uh, Double Fine. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're going to see a lot of, of first party. It's been like a year or two since they got a lot of their, bought a lot of their new studios. So I think you're going to see a lot of new studio stuff. Um, my Gatorade get hype moment is that they announced their purchase of WB Games, um, which is a good enough rumor to be a possibility. And it's not like they haven't announced studio purchases at E3 type events before. I mean, they, they literally announced Double Fine at E3 last year. Um, I think they announced um, Ninja Theory at E3 last year or the year before. They announced... Um, do you remember who makes that cool zombie game, State of Decay, call? I can't remember offhand. I don't the developers know. that make State of Decay, they're local. Um, one of the guys who works there actually went to my... His son went to my kid's elementary school. He gave me a t-shirt once. It was very nice. Um, did it fit? It did, actually. Yeah, it did. He's like, he's like, I don't know what size you wore, and so he gave me two, and I'm like, actually, I think you did, but you wanted me to feel better about myself, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. <laughs> he walked into the, he walked into a, an event I was putting on at the time. I'm like, dude, that's a really cool state of decay shirt. He's like, thanks, man. I work there. I'm like, whoa. So anyway, that's my story. Uh, so those are those are the what I I think we're gonna see a bunch of cool indie games. I think we're gonna see a bunch of first party games that we probably don't know about yet. Um, and then I'm hoping they announce a, like a big acquisition. I think WB Games would be a, a good a good acquisition for them. I'd love to see them spend that money. It's five billion dollars or four billion dollars. That would be money well spent. My my Gatorade get hype, whatever that is, is Condemned Three. Is that that exciting? Like, I mean, are there... Hell yes. Oh. I would be super excited for Condemned 3. <laughs> it's a Gatorade get hype moment for Colby, specifically. Hell, if, if they did, like, a, you know, HD, like, remasters of Condemned 1 and 2, I would be super excited. <laughs> get hype. What about something from In Exile? Didn't they just buy In Exile? I a couple... think they did. Well, yeah, but then the yeah, lead I mean, singer I, they killed said himself. They and... What? Oh, that was In Excess. <laughs> yeah, yes. That was a whole different band. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they bought an exile. Uh, let's see, twenty eighteen. What, so, what did they make? I did, they're, they're, like I believe they oh, did the Bard's wasteland, Tale games, and right? wasteland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so they're interplay. This is interplay. They're the ones that did all the good games. You know, Baldur's Gate, Fallout. I'm, they did I'm actually really stuff. excited about Wasteland Three. That game looks really good. I was really excited about Wasteland Two, and I don't want to talk. It's about okay. It. Did you play? Uh, did you play Bard's Tale? 
Yeah, I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> I think it's so weird. I was really disappointed. It just came out on Xbox, and it is very specifically named The Bard's Tale ARPG, and I think that is so weird that ARPG is in the title, and I don't understand at all. But yeah, Wasteland 3 is coming yeah, out yeah. in the next like two or three months. It looks real good. So Yeah, I'll play it. And then what was the... Uh, Microsoft also just bought the guys that made that really fun sci-fi game that I... Obsidian. It broke on me. Yeah, Obsidian, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Did you... They rushed out that one game, that, and it ended up being junk. Yeah. Uh, Outer Worlds? See? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, the Worlds. funny thing about Outer Worlds is, like, I didn't like it. Colby didn't really like it. I mean, I beat it, but it wasn't great. Um, that game's won all sorts of awards, which I think is super <laughs> weird. It's just not a good game. It's, like, not a, it's not a bad game, but it's, like, a solid, like, I don't know, six and a half, seven. Like, the first... Yeah. Seven hours are way better than the second seven hours, so whatever. I mean, you know, with Cyberpunk coming out soon, I, I hope that, you know, with their acquisition of Exile and Obsidian both, that there could be some really cool RPGs yeah, yeah. coming. Cyberpunk got pushed back again. It's not nice. coming out until November now. Oh. It's a bummer. I don't know, like, I am... Cyberpunk is a game that I have so many feelings about. Like, on one hand, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait to play. That game looks great. It looks really cool. And then every time, like they open their mouths about the game. They say something like just on the verge of offensive and horrible. <laughs> it's like, this game's either going to be really good or it's not going to be really good. So, oh, well. All right. So uh, next question. Mr. Polite wants to know, what is your favorite summer blockbuster movie? Star Wars. Ghostbusters. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's like Transformers 4. I mean, I think oh. the thing is, is like both of your answers, like, are like both great movies, but like when I think, like, I don't think of either of those as like super popcorn flicky, and that's what I think about Dude. when I think about like a summer movie. Star Wars is like the first, like, huge. I mean, right after Jaws, it's the first blockbuster. Oh, I'm not saying it's not a blockbuster. I just like, and I don't disagree, but like when I think about summer blockbuster, Indiana yeah, I think Jaws. about a movie that is. Not great, but like what you want in the summer. Like it's, I mean, like a Michael Bay movie is a is a summer. So you're going with The Rock, or Independence Day? God, yeah, both of those are good. Both of those are real good. Men in Black. Yeah, I haven't actually you seen The Rock or Independence Day in like 20 years, so I don't know if either of those movies are still good. But his wife, Cliff. Is is that what was that? Is that from? <laughs> that's from The Rock. Is that from The, the Rock? Rock? I do yeah. not remember that. See, that's how long it's been. So. You have to pay attention to our Discord. Oh channel. no, I saw it. I like I'm seeing this car with these cool glowy tires here right now. That's that's really cool. I don't know. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I watch a lot of movies, I guess, but I can't I'm not sure if I have a favorite. So lots of lots of movies. So what uh, so here's a question. What is the last movie you saw before the pandemic and the first movie you remember seeing in the theater? Last movie I saw uh, I don't in know. A theater? In a theater. Oh I saw okay. I saw uh, Alien. That was the last one I saw like the, before the pandemic. Like the like the old Alien movie? Yeah. In the theater, really? Yeah, I saw well, That's it. awesome. Because it's the 40th anniversary this year. Well, that's super cool. And so they re-released it. Um, that might have been last year. Because I want to say it came out in 79. <laughs> I don't go to the movies a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 79. Yeah, yes. so I saw it last year. All right, so. well, the last movie called I can't saw re- was... It was either that or I went and saw Riff Tracks live, and I can't remember which came first. All right, so do you know what the first movie you remember? It doesn't have to be the first movie you saw in the theater, just the first movie you remember. Did I just... Mine? I, I want to say it was King Ralph. Okay, so Colby's, Colby's pandemic or, uh, movie... 
I might uh, no. I I saw. I remember seeing um, the re-release of um, Little Mermaid. Oh, nice! So Colby's pandemic movie is a combination so of the Little Mermaid and Alien. So I would say the Little Alien is probably your best your best thing. Yeah, Mine is awesome. Star Wars colon onward. Um, oh wait, I did see the new Star Wars. I, I can't remember the bird. The Bird Will Smith movie. What was that called that came out? Hancock. Christmas. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, yes, the spy no. movie. Um, yeah, it was like Spies in spies Disguise. In disguise. What, so it was Empires in Disguise. Was that any good? Yeah, my, child, my six-year-old, seven-year-old yep. loves it. Wait, the what? Spies in Disguise. No, it was Empire Strikes Back in Disguise. Spies in Disguise. What so is Empires Spies in Disguise? In disguise? It's, a, it's the Will Smith Bird It's movie. a movie where Will Smith gets transformed into a pigeon by... Spy- yeah, it's by oh, Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. By Tom by Holland. Tom Holland. Uh, yeah. The trailer yeah, I, looked really it, funny, it, honestly. It was uh, it's, animated. It's funny. Yeah, yeah okay. we enjoyed it. I mean, we saw it at uh, AMC and Disney. Nice. It was nice. nice, yeah. So, so, uh, so what was yours called? Oh, so you were the little alien. Hans is Empire <laughs> in disguise. disguise. And I am Star Wars Onward. Which is weird. Like, you're two or three years older than I am, and Empire was your first movie? In the yeah. theater, yeah. yeah. I My dad, yeah. like, I was telling my wife about this last night. I don't know what my dad was thinking but when empire empire was the second movie i saw in the theater because my dad took me to a double feature um <laughs> when empire was released um because star wars came out before i was born but uh when empire was released they re-released star wars and we saw a double feature of those two movies he took like i mean what year did empire come out 79 81 81 no 81 oh god 81 or 82 i can't remember was there that long between them no, because oh, Jedi. No, yeah. Jedi. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Return of the Jedi. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. yeah Return of the Jedi came out in 79, right? No. Return of the Jedi was 82 or 83. Empire Strikes Back oh, was yeah. 1980. I apologize. Yeah, I'm getting my Star Wars mixed up. So yeah. my dad took a three-year-old to a Star Wars double feature, I think without my mom, which, like... I wouldn't have taken my three-year-old to see two movies in a theater for anything. But I distinctly you know remember it. My kid has absolutely no interest in movies. Carter doesn't really either. He yeah, like I, I I put off what did we watch last night? Oh, we watched Snow Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> um and that was mostly just me watching a really awful movie. Uh-huh. We watch all of the buddies movies quite a yeah. bit. Talking dogs are I hate talking animal movies like with a passion. Like just absolutely with a passion. Yeah, what? you're a fan of Disney. Oh, what uh, about sorry, real animal talking <laughs> movies? Like I don't. What uh, am I animated? A talking cat. Yeah, <laughs> that movie was so bad. Like no, <laughs> no. It's a movie called A Talking Cat. You can watch it on Amazon no. Video or Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, then you can watch A Talking Pony. Don't watch that one either. Also terrible. Um, I think the. I think part of it is, like, my kid will go to the movie theater and watch movies and occasionally watch one at home. But I think that it's just, like, the, like, I don't, I don't know YouTube. what your kid's problem is. Yeah. But, like, for me, my kid, it's just, like, the YouTubeification of things. Oh, like, you don't think my kid's watching YouTube? That's Cliff? a good point. You're a bad parent, I guarantee too. you she's watching YouTube right now. <laughs> but I think that, like, the constant stream of content that they can watch and that is tailored exactly to them is just more entertaining than this well and i think the thing is too is like i'm constantly like like 
Colby and my dad was pretty good at like, oh, you guys should watch this movie from the 60s or 70s. I loved it, and I think you'll like it too. And so I have a bunch of movies from the 60s, 60s and 70s that I love because he... Like like what? I like weird stuff. Um, support your local gunslinger. Um, yeah. Like the incredible Mr. Limpet. Um, just like a lot of weird movies. I want more than two because I know that those ones... You said there is a lot. <laughs> There's probably more. Blazing Saddles. Um... Anyway, but like I've tried to do it with my Three. kid, and he just doesn't care. <laughs> he just doesn't, just doesn't care. So, all right. Do you want to know? Clockwork do you want to know kids. why? <laughs> if they didn't like movies, I'd have trouble yeah, with that. It. It'd be bad. You want to know why? Yes. Watch a movie from the '40s or '50s, and they have a completely different flow. Yeah. Um, they're like I when I started watching like movies from the you know '40s and '50s and earlier, I almost had to like. I don't know retrain my brain yeah. to not go like wow this is boring it was just a different yep. and you can actually from i mean if you watch things from the 70s now they're completely different yeah. from something like an action movie in the 70s well, it's, it's like when i tell my wife i'm like we should watch it she's like oh i don't like violent things i'm like it's violent but it's violent in the 70s like there is a huge difference between the violence in a 70s movie versus the violence in a now movie in that one, it looks like weird red paint most of yeah. the time. It's not violent um, kind of thing. They, they have a different feel. Yeah. And my guess is, as someone who has raised on movies that he has seen that are from nowadays, they're so foreign. Like, um, I mean, you got to figure that, you know, in the 60s, like movies from, like, say, 1967 were, you know, 15 years out. Yeah. Now showing someone movies from the 60s, they're 60, 60 years, years out. out. Yep, yep. It'd be like it'd be like your, you know, dad sitting down and going like, "Hey, do you want to watch? You know, uh, I don't know, like, what's the really racist one? Uh, Birth of a Nation? <laughs> like, like I, no, I don't. I did I, get my kid to sit down and watch Monty Python's Enough for something completely different the other day, and he loved every second of it. So that there was you good. go. Uh, that is on Amazon Prime, by the way. You should, nice. if you have not seen that, you should absolutely go. It's like the best of Monty Python's Flying Circus. It's good stuff. Uh, it's literally what it is. Yeah, it is literally mm-hmm. that. Literally that. Uh, all right, next up, call me handsome. I Do you think it would be awkward if I called Eddie handsome? Like, next time he comes into the Discord chat, should I just be like, hey, handsome? No. You think? He's super handsome. That's true, he is. He's got, he got a haircut, man. He looks good. Uh, he wants to know, each of you make an unlikely cast for a daytime soap. So each of us is now in a daytime soap. Who will play the handsome love interest? That would not be me. Uh, the plotting no. villain who is after the leading female's family fortune. Probably also not me. I will probably play the fat matriarch of some horrible daytime no. soap family. You would be like, they need like a nerd to hack something. <laughs> I would love to see a daytime soap have a hacker subplot. That'd be amazing. Oh, it'd be great. It'd, it'd probably be just as good as the, you know, hackers movie from 95. <laughs> now, hold Swordfish. on. Now, hold on. No, let's, no, Swordfish is bad. Let's not talk smack about hackers. <laughs> I will talk <laughs> smack about hackers all day long. Oh, that movie's amazing. <laughs> what is, uh, maybe, what was the Sneakers? Was that a hacker movie? Sneakers was amazing because yeah, it was all the old guy hackers. Yeah, that movie was really good. I uh, a, lo- a huge name stars in that one. Have either you guys do? Have you like unlike hackers that had you know <laughs> Angelina Jolie Matthew was in that, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, Matthew Lillard, Angelina Jolie. That movie had. I love yeah, Matthew Lillard. Zero cool man. Um, I do too. Have you guys? You know he? Go ahead. Did you? Oh yeah, no. We do this off the podcast. Oh, 
he did, Lillard was really upset about not getting to play Scooby Doo in the latest. I movie. was very, was huge I was bummer. very sad about that. Yeah, like both uh, him and Gray Delisle were both very disappointed. Um, yeah. I, I still want to see that movie because I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan, but it's on HBO. It's, oh, is it? It's actually decent. Wow, yeah, uh, my kids love it, and I actually liked it. There's a lot of uh, they bring a lot of Hanna Barbera I'll back have into to check it. it out. Yeah, I'll catch that. Um, have you either? Of you guys ever actually watched the soap opera? Not really. All the time. I got kind of like I was unemployed about f- fifteen years ago, and my wife would watch I don't know some soap opera every day, and because I was at home, I'd watch it too. And like, they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. But man, once you get in, it is so hard to get out, and they're the slowest. Like. I would like occasionally just like jokingly. So what's going on now? She's like, I know you haven't watched it in six months, but literally only a day and a half has happened in the soap opera. <laughs> like it is so slow. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think I would uh, probably play like, like I said, like the the plotting matriarch or patriarch. I'm not the matriarch. That'd be really weird. Um, although it could work. I mean, like it's a soap opera, right? It could be either like I'm going to play. You need to Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm, I'm going to play the entire soap opera in drag and people will go like, isn't that a guy? And they're like, I don't know. Maybe is it? But I'm going to be evil and plotting and manipulative. That's going to be my soap opera. And there's like eight of those in every soap opera. So what are you going to be called? Like I would be the worst actor ever. That's like, you're going to be in a soap opera, Colby. That's perfect. Like do something silly. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like I'll look <laughs> stupid. They're like just do it. I'm like, no, I don't think I want to do that. Then they just fire me. Colby is. I would be fired in the first day because I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to be here. Colby is going to be a doctor. Uh, Hans, who who are you going to play? I'll play the dumb, comedic, slapstick stepbrother of the heiress. I'm pretty sure that is not a role in soap operas, but it is now. Oh. <laughs> Do I There's get an eye some... patch? Yeah. What? Oh, Do I want an eye patch. patch? Yeah, everyone gets an eye Oklahoma. patch. Oklahoma. Everyone gets an okay. eye patch. I guess I'm in as the doctor. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, Kim Cruz has a non-gaming related question, which implies that most of our questions are actually gaming related. Um, it's all right. But what have you... Oh, Hans asked. I actually answered in text. Uh, what have you learned during COVID? Well, I learned just how privileged I am. <laughs> That's why you should never write things down, Hans. <laughs> we'll uh, delete that. <laughs> I have learned nothing. I, uh, I I would say I have learned... Uh, I've learned one thing, and a second thing has been very... Re- that people can't follow mask orders? Yeah. I've learned that That is what I was going to learn. There are a lot of people who think that uh, their f- quote-unquote freedom is more important than me not dying, which I find a little bit upsetting. But, hey, what are you going to do, I guess? Like... Literally, for me, the only thing that has changed is that I can't go to stores now. Yeah. I still go to work every single day. I still have to deal with everything that I did before this. It's just now there's like this looming threat of maybe dying if I get sick. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, I uh, I wear a goddamn mask, people. <laughs> Please listen to the scientists. That's what I've learned. Or How me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> You play one on TV at least, and by God, we're listening. Oh, I'm gonna. I it was about to get real political. I'm it's it's just, all good. It's all good. Um, I I have also learned, yeah, that like 
I am. I have all these friends who are like, oh my god, we need to get, we need to come to do stuff. Like I'm so stir crazy, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get to stay home all day and not go anywhere. I'm the person who wanted to bring back ornamental hermits, so it really hasn't affected me. <laughs> yeah, I like the effect for me has been I, I I probably eat out as much as I used to, but I can't go to restaurants. I've gotten fatter. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, le- I learned that I have a real unhealthy, you know, thing with food. Uh-huh. So you didn't learn that during coronavirus. No, I knew that long <laughs> before. Um, I I I miss going to movies. Like we, I was an AMC A list subscriber, so I would go see one or two movies a week. I'm doing that um how is it that i'm the person on this podcast that literally like i've watched two movies today <laughs> i like or no i've only watched i watched three movies yesterday because and you terrible movies <laughs> i don't go to the movies though i'm like when's the last time i went to yeah. a movie i think i saw aliens but i think that was last year yeah, i probably like, i probably see between like three and six movies a month in the theater um before the pandemic so i'm just doing that um and like I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't miss going to work. I'll tell you that. Like working from home is awesome. <laughs> so yeah. So tell us about your privilege, uh, Hans. <laughs> no, that's exactly yeah. it, man. I, you know that I learned over the last six months that I have the ability to choose if my kids go outside yeah. or go have to go to yeah. school. I have the ability to stay home and still make a paycheck. Like you know, unfortunately, Colby has to go out and put his life on the line to. Uh, uh, literally put his life and his family's life on the line to uh, have a house and yeah. food. I don't want to say I'm a hero, but I say it every day. <laughs> you're, you're an essential, man. I mean, and that also, I don't like that, you know, that we've taken people that, you know, if they really are essential, we should pay them a lot Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anywho, that's what I've learned. I've learned that, wow, I'm really, you know. Yeah. For, I shouldn't complain as much as I do about right. Things. No, I think that's very I, fair. I clean up after people. My wife's a uh, grocery worker, so like our household's awesome. The fact that Colby's not dead yet is actually pretty shocking. I I oh, still think that there's a possibility I had it in early March. Yeah, like the timeline lines up, and I was sick, sick I remember that. for like two weeks, and that lasted for. Probably another two, if not longer, two weeks, three weeks after. Can you get the antibody test? Do you care that much? <sighs> Dude, I am so lazy, Cliff. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, it sucks, but it's not going anywhere, man. Like, get get used to this because it's going to be a a wild, probably another year ish. Oh my god! At least just wear a mask, wear a mask. and don't go outside if you yeah, have to. That'd be great. That'd be absolutely great. Uh, all right, Cody Greenwood actually has a computer question. Uh, before PC oh mod, <laughs> before PC mods came along and God mode was created, what old school cheat code or game hacks are your are you most ashamed of using? And what was the funnest? Uh, his was in Super Mario Three, where you just flew over everything using the Game Genie. And the funnest one was where I would cheat the gambling games on Zelda by risking rupees. I would save the game right before picking, and if I lost, I would reload. Needless to say, I was rich. I will say two things. First of all, never be ashamed of cheating in a video game like that's silly and save scumming which is what he did in zelda absolutely a strategy so uh any what do you guys remember any like (laughs) go ahead hans (laughs) iddqd he said not god mode but that was god that is good and that was that is very good I think that's the thing is all three of us were computer gamers long before we were console console gamers, gamers and so like uh, there was always cheat codes. Yeah. 
I mean, the Konami code is huge. That's what too. I was just oh, yeah, say. We all know that, but yeah, yeah, yeah that was probably the, that Konami. Uh, that was probably the first one I used. Colby and I got a SNES in probably what eighty or not an SNES an NES in eighty seven eighty nine. I don't know. It was whenever I I, I I tried to figure that out once, and it was because I was looking at like when Iron Tank and Contra were both yeah. out. So those were our first two games, and I think it was like eighty eight. Yeah, so we got one then and got Contra with it, and like immediately that was the first cheat code. Um, probably the the weirdest one that I ever got was um, for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and the way it worked was. You bought this like cheat disc, and you'd pro action replay, wasn't it? No, uh, because it was actually a DVD. Oh, you yeah, put the remember, DVD yeah. in the drive first and booted up the system with the DVD in it, and then I think you had to hot swap it where you'd actually like open it up while the game was playing and like <laughs> pop out the disc and put in your Grand Theft Auto Vice City disc, and it would give you like essentially the god mode and all the the weapon mode you know you know you get all the weapons and unlimited ammo and that kind of stuff but it was a really like looking back on it like that's a really shady thing to stick in your <laughs> playstation but yeah. like i would not have put that into my pc i would absolutely not have put that into my pc but it was pretty cool to to be able to like i don't know <sighs> I don't know if I remember this wrong, but I remember the Grand Theft Auto games, like 3 Vice City, being hard. Like, really difficult. Like, the missions were hard. No, I beat uh, I beat Grand Theft Auto Vice City twice in one day. Wow. I did not. Yeah, it's, 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 it's apparently a real short game, because huh. I remember I, I played it, and I beat it, and went like, well, now that I kind of know how, like, it all works, and then I just went through and beat it again. I did the same thing with uh, Force Unleashed. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, any other cheat code? Three, I think, was a little bit harder. Yeah, I just remember it being difficult. Uh, any other cheat code thoughts? <sighs> I got lots, Could, but you know. Did you ever? Were you able? Were you ever able to crown yourself no. on uh, Super Mario? No. I can never get. I can never work. get that to work. Um, I do remember, like Mario was the. Like, the first Mario game was, like, the epitome of my uncle works at Nintendo, though. The, like, oh, no, if you, you can you can push through this brick. I remember doing all sorts of ridiculous... Because they kind, there kind of was things uh-huh. like that, and I think that allows... Well, like, I think Mario, because it did have hidden warp zones and all that stuff, uh-huh, like, yeah. you could very easily convince yourself that, oh, man, if I just do this right, yeah. No, I was never, never able to crown myself. Um, the, the one I remember doing, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, whereas if you beat the first Mario game, I think 26 times in a row, like you beat it once and then beat it another 26 times, something was supposed to happen. It was way too long ago for me to remember what. But uh, I beat it like 25 times in a row, and then this other fine gentleman on this podcast that isn't Hans came in and was like, I want to play a game, or just being obnoxious. And he literally pushed in the, the power button, but you... The, the system doesn't power off until you let go. I think go. I pushed in the reset. Could be. No, because I think the reset button would have... No, reset, you can push it in. You just can't let yeah. it off. And I made him sit there holding in the reset button while I beat it like another three or four times. I think I got to like 24 or 25 and then he let go. So I guess we'll never know. Like it might have opened up a portal to Wonderland or something and we don't know because Coley was obnoxious oh. when he was eight. So... The Diablo Cow level. Oh, I love yeah. the Diablo Cow level. Although I think I actually like the uh, Diablo 3 
like rainbow unicorn <laughs> level better than the cow level. That level's great. So it's good stuff. Like I said, anyway, like we said earlier, cheat. Cheat's great. I love cheats. They're fantastic. I wish you could do more of them, to be honest. Uh, Benjamin C., friend of the show and a guy I used to know in real life because we used to work together, uh, wants to know if we have any estimates on the PS5 price. We've talked about it a little bit. I think it is going to be $500 for the main one and 450 for the digital one. That is my guess. Unless... That's a lot cheaper than I think. But no, yeah. they, ca- they cannot be more than $500. Like, literally cannot be more than $500. I don't know. I wonder if they'll try and push that because, you know, games are going up in price. I wonder if they'll, they'll put it out at 6 and then have the digital one. I don't like think four. so. I, I think that that would be... Well, let me let me put it this way. So, like, a, a very smart man um, that I used oh. to work for, it was not you, Colby, oh. uh, that I used to work for gave me a, a very good bit of negotiating advice. And he always told me that when you're, when you're interviewing with someone, the first person to give a number is always the person that loses. So if, if they ask you, so what's your salary range? Um, and you tell them a number before you have a chance to ask, hey, what's this job pay? You are always going to lose because... What if you go really high? Well, you'll lose because they won't hire you. Um, so, like, that, that, that is a, a very hard question. And it's, it's really, like, that is almost a question that's better to be frank and to say, hey, you've got a number, I've got a number. Let's, you know, discuss this like adults instead of, you know, playing games. But I think that that is exactly the situation that Xbox and PlayStation are in right now. One of them has to make a number and the other one is going to either undercut it like i think i think there is actually a very good possibility that if if playstation says 450 and 5 that xbox will use their 449 and 499 <laughs> their vastly superior amounts of money to undercut that by 50 bucks i think that they but maybe not like i don't know if xbox even cares how many they sell i'll be completely honest i think that they really want to boost game pass they really want to boost software and I don't know if they care really much about hardware or else they would be I don't think they'd be as into backwards compatibility as they are so so maybe they don't but I think that they're both waiting for the other one to announce some sort of price and then either they're going to match or undercut a little bit but I don't think I don't think PlayStation has the I don't think they have the money and I don't think their supply lines are good enough to undercut much I think four and five or 450 and five is my thought no, it makes good sense. I mean, back in the day, we had, you know, the Neo Geo put out a home console, and it was like 700 yep. bucks, you know, way higher than everybody else, and they just lost their yeah. shirt. On PlayStation I, 3, you I, launched it 6, and it didn't go I, well. Uh, that was, I wonder if they're going to, but you've got to think now there are two versions being released. Yeah. That maybe you release one at 6 and the other at 4. I, because the, the thing is, is like the difference in manufacturing cost between the two is like twenty two dollars. I just because it's just a DVD yeah. drive, right? Or Blu-ray, Blu-ray drive. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I think it. I think discounting fifty dollars, they're going to maybe not lose money, but they're not making a ton. So I, I, I don't think they can go at six. I think, I think people will be I just very upset if if either of the systems go up at six. I just want well, I, but here's the thing. I wonder if. PlayStation has enough clout that they can do that and people will still buy it. I just I I wonder with all the stuff that is going into these new ones 
if they can sell them at that much of a loss. So based on like Eurogamer, I think either tore one apart or priced out all of the the stuff, and at five hundred bucks, they will effectively either be breaking even or making a very small profit on the bigger one at scale. So I don't think they're interested in making money off a system. Um, I think they would rather sell. So much of Sony's everything is based on we're number one and we're selling a ton of these and we want to talk about sales number all the time. Xbox hasn't released sales numbers for a system in, what, three years? They just don't care. Um, And they don't have to care. They've got bajillions of dollars yeah, you know, as long as they're profitable and Xbox is profitable, nobody cares. They don't care how many systems they sell. Um, I I just wonder, like I like I said, I wonder if if this you know thing is when you're going to see a price increase in games and in maybe. Systems. I mean, I and I think that the other thing to say is at six hundred dollars, either of those systems is still a very 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 good mm-hmm. deal. Um, and that's what I wonder if they push. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the capabilities of either of those. It's probably the equivalent, like to build a PC that does the same thing is probably $1,000, maybe $900. I mean, it's not because PCs, PCs are just different. Like it's, even though they essentially have the same capabilities and even though the Xbox and the PlayStation are essentially just PCs, um, you're talking about scale, you're talking about economics, you're talking about millions of them being sold, whereas like millions of PCs are not, Gaming PCs are not sold, so you you lack some of the economies of scale. Um, but I mean, like that's that's six hundred bucks. It's still a very very good deal, um, especially when you consider um, the things you have available on it and things like Game Pass and so on and so forth. So I don't know. I, I, I th- I'm I'm saying four fifty and five. I guess we'll love to see. I I do wonder how much longer we can go without knowing that answer, though. Like when when do they announce? O- August. You got to give people at least a little time, right? Well, I mean, especially, I mean, the, you know, layaway programs do still exist. You know, yep. Christmas is coming up and, you know, there needs to be time for those people that want to, you know, w- whether I agree with that idea or not. That is an idea that people need to have. Yeah. Yep. That needs to be there. So Walmart can do that. So Target yep. can do that. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully you've been, hopefully you've been socking away, you know, 20 bucks a month for a while. So um, I, I guess I will say the other thing that, that is still in existence um or, or will be for the new systems, it sounds like, based on uh, some stuff Phil Spencer said in that blog post I said, is that um, Xbox All Access, I think is what it's called, um, does still exist, and it lets you essentially buy an Xbox um, Series X for uh, on payments for two years, I want to say, 0% interest. So, like, that's what I'm doing it right now. Um, I w- by, the time I, by the time the Xbox Series X comes out, I will have paid off my first year of my Xbox One X, and I will just get to upgrade for free. So it's like $30, $32 a month, I want to say, and it comes with Game Pass. So it's a pretty good deal, really. When all, when I mean, when you look at how much Game Pass costs and how much a new system costs, it's it's like $750 worth of value for $500, $550, something like that. So if you don't have the money for one, that's not a terrible way to do it, although apparently you have to have at least pretty good credit. So we'll see. Uh, finally, the final question, the most important question, the question we've all been waiting for. Hans, why don't you ask it? What is your favorite tropical fruit? Is this just like to look at or to eat? 
No, to eat. Because my favorite tropical fruit to look at is dragon fruit, but I've never actually eaten one in real life. I mean, they're cool. They're like, on the outside, they're like weird and spiky, and on the inside, they're full of, I don't know, pudding? I'm not sure. They're like bl- black and or white and speckly. I don't know. They're cool. Um, probably the Full of probably yeah. to eat is is a is a is pineapple a tropical fruit like would you consider that to be tropical yes. yeah probably pineapple i like pineapple a lot yes dull whip baby are asian pears tropical fruit mm, i don't think so i think they're just like asian um i, I don't know um jackfruit's kind of interesting which ones are those are those the what are the ones that you can make into fake meat? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have some of that in my fridge. Oh, all the bar- people are barbecuing that. I have yeah. some of that in my fridge right now. I've never had it barbecued, but I've had it out of a can, and it's pretty decent. Yeah. I don't know. Pineapple's good. Pineapple's real good. Um, I think, as we mentioned Pineapple. in the Discord, Colby dated someone who pronounced mango mongo. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up again. Dude. <laughs> it's okay. How about, how about you, Hans? What's your favorite uh, tropical fruit? Pineapple. Pineapple's you're right. Pineapple yeah. or coconut. Oh, I didn't think about coconut. Coconut's pretty good. Like, I don't really like coconut awesome. as a... Like, I don't want to eat chunks of coconut, really. Um, Sweet and shredded it's coconut, pretty good. though? I'll pretty eat good. an entire bag. Yeah, but, like, coconut in things. Um, although, like... I, I don't, if Tim listened to this podcast, he'd be raging right, right now. now. Yeah, we have a good friend, Tim, um, who you can come meet in the Discord if you're brave. Um, <laughs> no, Tim's a great guy. I've known him for ever. Um you know, Same. he's he's got a personality. Um, I his real one's very different than his internet one, but whatever, they're both fine. Um, who thinks that uh, coconut is vile? But I asked him why once. He's like, because it looks like toenail clippings, and I'm like, oh man, that kind of ruins coconut yeah, for delicious me. Delicious <laughs> toenail clippings. No, just delicious toenail. Now I just want to try oh, toenails. Don't. If my toenails <laughs> tasted like coconut, I would chew them constantly. <laughs> anyway, coconut is very good. I like coconut in things, though. Coconut's a, a great ingredient. Yeah. So, do you guys like mint? Yeah, yeah. I just I think it's really interesting. Like, I'll, <laughs> well, no, because a lot of like, <laughs> are you high right now? <laughs> a little bit. I uh, I think it's interesting. Like the people he that I, I find tired. a lot of people that that do like coconut also like mint and a lot of people that don't like coconut don't like mint um like tim is a he Mm. hates both of those things and i've met quite a few other people that hate coconut and mint which i think is really weird so you You know what i really like hamburgers with pineapple on them oh yeah Mm. i like grilled pineapple guys like chives i do like (laughs) potato sure (laughs) well how about you do you like cilantro yeah colby doesn't he's he's a he's a soap cilantro guy you want to know something uh, interesting? Yes. So my wife recently bought some uh, mango uh, salsa, mm, mango pineapple salsa. Good. Yeah. Um, and first of all, it's chunky. I hate chunky salsa. It's like like pico de gallo. Oh chunky. yeah, I like that. Um, How do you hate what? I okay, don't like tomatoes that, at yeah. all, except in salsa oh, and in certain spaghetti sauces. Um, but uh, it's got cilantro in it, like enough that you can actually see it. Yeah. And in that, I can't taste Weird. it. And I don't know why, because like I've, any other salsa I've had, and I don't know if it's like a mango thing, um, it tastes awful. Um, but in this, I don't taste oh, it at interesting. all. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm a big cilantro fan, but both my wife and my kid hate it, so... Ah, oh, well. All right, on to cheap free games. This podcast is going very long, although we, we yeah. kind of screw around for a while at the first, so we'll see. 
20 minutes. Yeah, about an hour it's and a half good. now. All right. So uh, first up, uh, Epic Game Store next week. Uh, one of their games is Next Up Hero, and I played the beta of it, and it's fun. It's a roguelike. Um, yeah, it seems that. like the, the mechanic of it is when you die, you like leave a ghost behind, and you can go and res yeah. that ghost, and they help you play. Um, yeah. it, like, I didn't play a ton of it, but it seemed like the mechanics in it were kind of interesting. Although, as I recall, it was also just like brutally difficult. So, whatever. Um, and the other game is Tacoma, which is probably in my top five favorite games of all time. So, if you have never played Tacoma and you have a PC, uh, you should go play it. But if you have an Xbox, I'm like 88% sure it. Not maybe 88 is the wrong number. Uh, 84%. I'm 14% sure. No, 84% no. sure that uh, it is on Game Pass, or at least it used to be. Tacoma is an incredible walking sim um, set on a space station that has... Like, it's a game that I, I want to talk about all the time, but you really can't talk too much about because it ruins the ending. But, man, it's got some great things to say about AI and relationships and space and capitalism and... I am one thousand three hundred twelve percent sure it is excellent. So you can play it on the PlayStation or it's the Xbox. You can play it on the PC uh, if you grab it from the Epic Game Store. Tacoma is very good. I cannot recommend that enough. I really, yeah, that's one of those games that uh, you recommended to me. I started it like eight o'clock and didn't go to bed until uh-huh. I finished. Yeah, it's it. just it's just good. One sitting, um, and it's I beat it in one sitting. Yeah, too. It's only Come like on. maybe three or four hours long, two hours long, maybe. No, it's it's a little bit longer. Yeah, like I would say between like two and four. It depends on how much. Yeah, but you that's explore, the thing is right? you can you can explore that. I watched the streamer play it, and she probably put ten hours into it because like all of the all of the objects in the game have QR codes on them, and you can literally scan them with your phone, and it'll take you to websites and stuff. So you can you can make that game as deep as you want. It's very good. Um, it's uh, it's made in Portland too. So, um. Uh, if you so this is what I was gonna say like man like now would be the perfect time to be able to play Xbox games in via xCloud because there are 70 game demos available as part of the uh, Xbox what's it called the summer games fest demo event which sounds like I don't know an AI wrote that name it's real bad um 70 mostly indie games available man they're I will tell you gamers are god gamers are so dumb. Um, like I'm looking at these lists of just uh, um, 70 amazing games. I'm super excited about playing a bunch of them, and I'm sure if I could play all 70 of them, there's probably 50 in there that are great. And everyone's mostly just pissed that there weren't more AAA games to play for free as part of this. I don't know. Anyway, there's 70 games available right now, but you have to download and install them all, which sucks. Like it'd be awesome to be able to just, like boot up XCloud and say, "I would like to try this game right now," instead of waiting to install. I mean, even if they're 500 megs a piece that's still like a lot of space i can't do that kind of math i tried real hard but anyway if you are bored this weekend this runs uh from the 21st through the 27th so the 27th is come on calendar monday so you have all weekend you could play 70 games for free this weekend try out a bunch of them good stuff in there um i would highly recommend skate burb it's one of my favorites i actually pre-purchased that or uh pre Kickstarted? I kickstarted that game, so give that a go. Um, Blightbound, which is kind of a... I'm trying to remember what they... I actually got in this beta and meant to play it and never did. It is a co-op dungeon crawler that I think has kind of a, like, really... If Castle Crashers was, like, super gritty looking, um, it reminds me of that. Uh, 
but how do they describe it? Uh, there's some Streets of Rage style. This is what PC Gamer says about it. Um, there's some Streets of Rage style brawler action mixed with a dash of old school exponential Diablo number grinding. The art style brings to mind Darkest Dungeon and Oxygen Not Included. A lot of grim, dark graphic novel heavy lines, but strategically players are looking at interlocking synergies and ultimate timers akin to a MOBA. So there's a lot of games stuffed into that one game, but it looks really fun and like couch co-op you know, punch each other games are, are fun. And it is having a free open beta this weekend, so you can get on that. And finally, if 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 I have never convinced you to buy Rocket League, like, and I've convinced a lot of people to buy, like, if Psionics loved me, they would be giving me money. Because I bet you I have gotten 10 or 15 people over the span of time to purchase Rocket League for $20. But yeah, see, I got Hans to buy it. I got Colby to buy it. I actually think yeah, I bought, bought Colby me. a copy of Rocket League. That's how much I wanted him to play. And I, like, he spent 600 hours in that game. That was a, that was a good deal for him. Um, but if I have not convinced you to buy Rocket League, uh, if you don't know, Rocket League actually got purchased by Epic. Um, I'm going to say, what, about six months ago, maybe? Nine months ago? Time is an illusion. Um, but coming this summer, Epic is going to make Rocket League free. So if I never convince you to buy that game, it's like if you want it on Steam, buy it now because you're not going to be able to buy it on Steam pretty soon. It may be already, but uh, that is going to be free to play on the Epic Store. So you will be able to get Rocket League and play it forever for absolute free. So it's not a cheap free game yet, but it will be very, very, very soon. And God, Rocket League, I haven't played it in a year, six months, and it's still it's so good. It's just so good. Like we should we should do a, a Rocket League morning sometime soon because that game is spectacular. It has cross play across everything. Like you can play on your Switch with other people on that game. So so get uh, get Rocket League when it goes free. Cool. All right, that is our podcast. We are going to stop talking now. Um, yeah, hey. no, we could talk for hours. It would be more fun, Hans. You just need to go to bed at some time. Uh... First off, if you would like to learn more about us, you can go to bitemepodcast.com, and uh, there's some stuff there, mostly just episodes right now, but I'm, I'm working on a new website eventually, but I'm very busy and very tired, so not yet. Uh, you can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash bitemepodcast, twitter.com slash bitemepodcast, instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. Instagram's not very interesting. I don't post it very often. Twitter, probably the place to be if you want to talk Bite Me Podcast. You can join our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord and uh, hanging out with me there. Hans is there. Colby's there. Dylan's there. There's all sorts of fun. Tim, you can meet Tim. Uh, there's all sorts of fun people there. Uh, you could you could join our Extra Life team. It's about time to start talking. It's, it's almost time to start talking about Extra Life, right? Go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. Someone should donate like five bucks to my Extra Life thing because I have a big fat zero and I put it in my, uh, like when I stream, I've got like a little Extra Life counter and it's real sad in there. Maybe I should donate five dollars to my Extra Life thing and so it doesn't just like big double zeros there. Anyway, you could donate to the Extra Life. You could join our Extra Life team if you like. That's uh, that's going to be fun. I don't know when we're going to do it. It'll probably, like normally we do it with Hans on, like Hans is in in October and I do it in November, but I, we we can do, I can it, do whenever. it whenever. this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not we'll play for two days. Year, we'll like play I for three do. days, whatever. We just, like no one can come to my house, which is kind of a bummer, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's a huge bummer. I've been working towards. We'll figure it out. Next year, I mean, we've said this for three or four Next years year. running, but we're going to go to Indiana and we're going to party at Hans's house. It's going to be great. 
If there wasn't a pandemic, my kid is going to play so much dang ski ball. It's going to be great. We'll road trip. I'll stop and get Colby on the way, and we'll drive to Indiana. Um, you should follow Hans on Twitch. You should go to twitch.tv slash mansocks. Sure, you should follow me on Twitch. Um, I mean, not really me, but like the podcast. You should follow us, uh, twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. I do have my own Twitch account, but it is not interesting in any way. And I don't stream there, so that would be a dumb one to follow. Um, have I missed anything? What What about my Twitch? Colby uh, just logged into his Twitch account for the first time. What is it? Uh, oh, I he, he, hold on a second. I it's can tell probably you. Twitch, probably the, the Uber yeah, twitch.tv slash the Uber Squid. Come follow me. You'll never see me play on Twitch ever. You could be the Colby's. It is the Uber. You could squid. be Colby's first follower. <laughs> Um, you should you should you should follow Hans on YouTube, but I don't know how to give that link because the problem is Come on our yeah, Discord. Go to our Twitter, go to twitter.com slash bite me podcast and then look for my tweet from uh let's see, it's going to be this morning, this morning which would be Wednesday, July twenty second. I tweeted out Hans YouTube link. Go like him because he needs to get a hundred subscribers in order to get a uh, YouTube link that isn't youtube.com followed by 48 random characters. <laughs> he wants it to be slash team man socks or maybe man socks. Team, team socks. socks. There's socks involved either way. Go 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 do there some YouTubing socks. in with with Hans or just come to our Discord. We'll tell you what it is. Anything else? You you could follow me on YouTube and see the video I just made. Don't do that either. <laughs> Colby is a, a great content creator. Um, I spent like is. 25 minutes making that video. What was it a video? Had to learn how to use iMovie. What was it a video of? It was my reaction while watching LaQuisha. Oh. Was it? You saw oh, it, I did didn't see you? It. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. It was very good. Do not go watch the movie LaQuisha on Amazon Prime. I mean, I would say don't watch it just because I don't want to give him money, but like, it's a pretty awful movie that I spent about an hour and a half yelling at my TV Same. about. Yeah, it's very, very racist. Um, it's not great. You know, I was... I, I If I'd known Hans was going to be on this podcast, I would have put it in the show notes. Um, we didn't talk about Gamer Girl, the game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, I think that game has now quietly been canceled or not. I don't so think it's quietly, actually been canceled. They just pulled all the, the marketing for it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It looks bad. Real bad. All right. Yeah, I guess if you're still yeah, here, yeah. thanks for hanging out while we <laughs> meandered through our outro. <sighs> Very tired. I may have mentioned that. Colby, I guess. Go watch Streets of Fire. That's not how we end this podcast. Oh. Right. Yeah. Good. Right.